The podcast that was shut down by the police for two years is back. And nothing is off limits. And nothing is off limits. Broadcasting live from coast to coast and across the globe. Hot Tub Trash Talk. Hot Tub Trash Talk with Kyle and Samantha. We're back. That intro is so good. I know we say it every time, but like, we should give him more than five (laughs) dollars. We have a special guest today. Yes. Hi there. How are you guys doing? Taylor. It's so nice to be here. I haven't been on in a while. I know. I'm I'm an avid listener. I think it might be two years. Really? Wait, you listen to this? Taylor, oh, you no. haven't been on this in like <laughs> in years, I don't think. Mm, yeah. How crazy. It feels like just yesterday. This feels, it's a new studio and it has a whole new yes. feel. It's very luxurious. We've got new furniture. Luxurious? And we've a hookah. Got, we've got a fur blanket, king size. I know, I feel like I'm like a sexy Russian mob psychic. <laughs> We're sponsored by Pier One. <laughs> oh. And Ikea. And Ikea, thank you. <laughs> the Russian mob with the Swedish feel. <laughs> we have to assemble it all yourself. Um, like, it's kind of crazy because I've been saying, oh, we need to do a podcast. We need to do a podcast because so much is happening. But then I'm sitting here and I'm like, okay, I don't even know where to start because I don't really remember where we left off. I'm, I'm, it, <laughs> I mean, we, we lasted this um, right around in the summer, the, right? It was the end of summer, it was September. So, I mean, I think the biggest, the biggest thing that has happened to us has probably been. We all got in that crazy car wreck. It was pretty crunchy. It was intense. I mean, we were literally just stopped at a traffic light and somebody just barreled into us going like 70 miles an hour. Do you want to tell them where we were going when we were on our way? So we all, all three of us were in the accident and we had both of our dogs and... An- another thing that I'll talk about in a moment. <laughs> so but, um, we were on our way. The hamster, our hamster died. And so we were on our way to a funeral. Hamster funeral. Marshmallow. We also went and got matching marshmallow tattoos. Oh, I love them. On our <laughs> but um, I had marshmallow in a little tin. Like a <laughs> casket. Dead, dead yeah, marshmallow. Dead marshmallow. And he'd been dead for quite a while. <laughs> like 48 hours. 48 hours. <laughs> um, I hadn't opened it in a while, but I knew I shouldn't. But Taylor lived at an apartment, and we wanted to bury it at, a, at our friend's house, so we knew where yes. it always would be. Yes. Yeah. That's where we were going. And so we got into an accident, and Kyle had the hamster, and they started carrying him away, <laughs> and he handed it to Sam, and she held then it close. And they carried her away. And they carried her away, and Sam <laughs> handed it to me, and I was holding it close. And, the, and the, I feel like the authorities were like, what yes, is there was in the little tin. There were police and firemen and everybody just everywhere. And the car was smoking. And it was very, very frantic. We're just like, oh, do we have? The, where's the tin? Where's the tin? Because it was and, like the prize possession. And once ev- I'm all alone, and like, ev- like it's been like an hour, and the police come up to me, and they're like, "What's inside of that tin?" Like we we have to know because we've all passed it off and haven't let it go. And for some reason, I just kind of paused because I, I didn't know what to say, and I was like, um, which probably they're probably suspicious. like, oh, like we. Like, oh, they were they were ready for it. They were like big drug narcotics bust. on the line. Like. And I opened up the tin, or um, I said it's a dead hamster, and they were like, oh well, can we see it? And I'm like, yeah. And I opened it up, and they looked in. And they were like, 
It's a dead hamster. Yep. <laughs> it, it, it's a dead hamster. And I could tell this wasn't what they were expecting. They, yeah. they were really probably hoping. They were like, oh, yes. Like, this oh, is a is bag. That... This is a whole tin full of Coke. Like dead hamster is code for cocaine. Is that what the kids are calling it? They were, probably, they were probably like, oh, they got a good story. I think we're not going to check this when we are. It was, like th- it was like such a weird time. It was like, what, like 3 p.m.? <laughs> because we sleep in so late. So we're like, oh, we got to wake up and get our day started. Oh, and, and, and what, with a hamster funeral. And what was their reaction once they opened it because we we were both ca- carried away. Yeah, <laughs> they opened. They well, I I opened the tin in front of them and everybody kind of looked in it and they were just kind of like, <laughs> oh, and they looked at each other and I I could tell that that wasn't <laughs> what they were expecting even though I said it. And then they were just like, okay, like good to go, yep. and I closed it back up. <laughs> and the bad thing is, I didn't realize like he was nicely placed on top of like bedding and it was very nice and when i but during the it, accident he got all jumbled around he was mixed up and turned around he did not look cute and soft anymore and there was a stench can i just say like this reminds me of something that like a child would do if their hamster died but we are a car of, <laughs> like of 30 year old 30 year old on our way to a hamster funeral it was so and we had flowers <laughs> i took a picture with the airbags out and there was flowers, um, and it was just very so, aesthetic. Like we can never have a normal day. Like there yeah. is no such thing. What did that guy? So I just moved to a new apartment, and we were getting off the elevator. And what did that guy tell us? And there us? was a random man. I guess he has seen us before. He was like a, he was a maintenance man. Because we're I've always, only been there for like two or three weeks. We already have a reputation. Yeah, and I think I've only <laughs> been over to your apartment like three times. And the guy saw us get out of the apartment. He's like, everywhere you guys go, it's like a party. It's a party. <laughs> <laughs> and we just went to the gas station to get snacks and by the way when somebody says oh i'm going to the gas station you want a snack you don't say oh yeah go ahead will you build me a walking taco <laughs> which is what i did i'm that thinking is... like a bag of m&ms well I... I couldn't think of what i wanted and i was like do you know what sounds real good a walking a walking talk, talk it's, like that, you... it's like that tiktok where the guy's like oh do you want anything to drink yeah i'll have a rupert float <laughs> <laughs> no. well, well, here was the kicker. We're both looking at each other like Paris and Nicole from The Simple Life, and we're like, "Walking talk, walking taco. How do we, how do we do this?" And we like, we go up to the nachos and like open it. We forgot uh, to mention who else was at the gas station. Yeah, well, like, so like, I'm sure this happens in every small town. Where are the police? They're always at the gas station drinking like a coffee. As five like, cops. Yeah, just like having chilling. like a meeting around like the condiments table, like literally at the gas station. And, and they're we're like, "Where's the meat? Where's the meat?" And they're he helps us make the walking yeah, talk and because me and kyle and taylor we have a we're reputation not, we're not high we're not inebriated we just are goofy. we're high on life having a we great time we are always laughing and being stupid and these cops are no like, drugs needed thought we were just potheads I, I know. <laughs> having a great time we were i think that all the time because like i'm always giggling when i'm with you guys like we went out to eat tonight and i was just laughing and laughing and laughing and i was like this guy probably thinks we're high. Yeah, no, we're just insane. We're just <laughs> I never laugh as much though as whenever I'm with you. I guys. know it is like it's medicine for my soul. You like, really should have been with us at, 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 during building this walking taco that you asked for at the gas station. <laughs> I know. Imagine somebody's like, "Oh, you want me to grab you a snack? Yeah, give me, will you make me a walking taco?" <laughs> like, everybody likes their stuff so different too. So I'm like, "Oh, like, oh you know how much? Like, how much of this?" I only remember what I like. So I was like, there, it's just like two options. And do you remember <laughs> I was like, like, eight. I, went, like I went to the car and I was like, hey, do you want anything? He's like, yeah, walking taco. And I was like, you want me to make you 
you want me to make you a walking taco? And, and then like, like the that is kind of a lot to ask. You're like, no, you're like, yeah, 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 go ahead and have Kyle do it. And the cops, the cops are watching us the whole time. We're making it, and then we're trying Struggling. to find, we're trying to find a fork because Taylor eats nothing with his fingers, and the, it was only knives. We had to like make a lap around it with the police trying to find a fork. Yeah, and they're and, in the way. And then we get out and they're to looking like, at us like, um, how rude. But like, no, like why are you, why having, are you having a meeting, a meeting yeah. at midnight at the gas station? And we get out and Taylor and doesn't even the use gas the station fork. has a section of tables like get your coffee and go sit at the tables why are you just standing here in my way and looking at me like i'm the problem <laughs> we this, is, you. This, this makes me want to buy one of those badges like all cops are bad <laughs> this is what they're talking about this is the nitty-gritty the, the talking about ta- cops Uh-oh. i do want to say i'm mad at state highway patrols because oh. what do they do other than sit on the side of the road at like 3 a.m when nobody's out and speak like Speed crap you. Let me tell you a story about my experience when I was a child with the highway patrol. Oh, no. I don't know if I've ever told this story on this podcast because I don't know. We've we've told so many stories. Mm -hmm. But when I was in mm, fifth grade, my class went on a field trip to this like Amish place where you made your own candles and learned how to milk cows. And on our way back. Wow. The <laughs> that, detail, that detail was not even relevant. That unlocked a childhood memory for me. <laughs> oh, did you one, go, one time did in you kindergarten, I milked a goat. Was it in yeah. a goat? And I went to Hamilton City Schools. So I, I bet, bet we went was. to the same place. Yeah. Well, I was I was Did trying to drink it I was lunch? trying to leave the location <laughs> of the field trip, out, but you said the school, so that's like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we went to Kana Prairie in Indiana. <laughs> I was trying to be vague, but you're like, oh, I also went to Hamilton City School. Maybe, I mean, I went to a country school, so they were probably like, oh, these kids just milk goats every day. Oh, how sad. I, I just think it's funny goats. that I was avoiding saying the place, and you're like, well, yeah, we went to the, we went to the same school. Anyway, um, so on our way back, um, our bus driver was obviously, like, intoxicated. I don't know. What? But I was a kid, and... He, you know how when you're on a field trip, you have parents that are chaperoning. So there's some adults on the bus and there's the kids on the bus. And the guy was like, absolute silence. Like nobody talking until we get there. And he was like talking and screaming so loud. He was like spitting when he was like screaming at us. And he was swerving all over the highway in a school bus and people oh. were crying, but he was yelling at us for crying. <laughs> and like, people, like I, I looked at, over my shoulder at my friend's mom and she had tears in her eyes, <sighs> but she was trying not to like scare the kids. Like, cause she, you know, like you have to stay strong for the kids because if they see you break, but I saw her break. I saw her tear. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I am 29 years old and I remember and uh, that is her the name trauma and her that caused <laughs> everything. But, um, then my principal at the time, he was in the back and he stands up. He's like, you pull this bus over right now Damn. and i was like oh my god like this guy's gonna wreck and we're gonna die and we're all so scared and he pulls over and somehow my principal got him to get off the bus and he was like you do not treat like you he started going off and all the kids were like i don't want to say his name but like they were chanting his name <laughs> like the bus mr. driver or blank, the principal mr blank the principal because he was like sticking <laughs> up for the kids and the highway state patrol came and arrested him and we had to wait for another bus to come get us and we got home at like 8 p.m. <laughs> That's so noble of your oh principal. Do you know the only memory? And, you know, uh, well, I, real quick, yeah. he later was my principal at a different school, and yeah. he became like one of my best friends. Like I, I'm that so man. envious because do you know the only memory I have of my principal is one time 
um, two kids got in a fight at school and they got sent home and the dad, and we were all at lunch at this time and the dad picked them up and he took him like, like right outside the school and started beating his <gasps> ass. And the principal just kind of stood in his window in his office and watched. And I was like, why aren't you doing anything? Cause he wasn't just like whooping his kid's ass. Like he, he was, was like, like bam, 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 bam. Oh. You know what? I have a, I have a crazy bus story too. Like when, say principal story. I was when, like, when I was in elementary school, like our bus driver, she used to like punish the kids. Like if you were loud, she would go off the side of the road and like hit the like bumps on the side so that like you'd fall out of the seats. Oh my and God. here was the thing. Here was the thing. I went to a really nice, like I, w- I went to Lakota and like, which is a really like ritzy school. At least it was back then. And no one believed us. They were like, no, 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 the bus driver, she would never do something like that. And all the kids were saying it. Well, one time she was pulling into the neighborhood and there was like this big median full of like landscaping and flowers. And the the lady was doing all the flowers and she ramped the median over <laughs> oh. landscaping. And oh my God. It was like, bef- it was before like video phones were a thing. So people couldn't just pull out a phone and record to prove it. Like, and the, the, this lady was like, I've been employed here as the gardener for 20 years and she she did this and like they arrested her mm. <gasps> my favorite taylor story of all time involves Me? a bus oh what what when i wanted to be a bus driver for disney world <laughs> no notably i do want everybody no. to know with that that i have 10 points on my license and you're two points away from losing oh I'll just have to get an ID in a different state. But but you did consider being a bus driver in Disney. No, Taylor. T- Taylor is my favorite Taylor story. Taylor, think about it. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, yes. Okay. This is my favorite. This is my second favorite Taylor story. The first one's about the McFlurry, which I think we've talked about on here. Where, but. That's iconic. Yeah. So this is my second favorite Taylor story. I think you should say it. But it's your story. But you tell it so much better. Yeah, you're I don't a storyteller. Am I? Wow. Okay. Well, I'll tell it. <laughs> I was getting ready and everything. I like, I like shifted like in really my seat. <laughs> I expected you to tell it, but when I got the opportunity, I was like, okay. Yeah, your story. Okay. So whenever I was a kid, um, me and my mom lived in a decent neighborhood, and at the bottom oh. of the hill of our neighborhood, <laughs> I know the story. There was. Um, Section eight. And I didn't know that that was a term for like. That's not in a child's vocabulary. No. Yeah. And Generally. so my mom, every time we passed it, she was like, uh, like there's the section eight. Wow. So you <laughs> thought so it was mean. the name. You thought it was the name of like the community. Yeah, and so, but my mom was kind of being derogatory, but I, um, I was just like, oh, like this is called section eight. So I made, I'm, I'm always <laughs> making friends. Like you can set me next to anybody and I'll talk to them. I was Stop. terrible in school. So I'm on the when bus. When did this change? <laughs> like where was the shit? Anyway. That's okay. <laughs> and so I don't know what changed. I hate everybody now. But, um, so I was sitting next to my friend and I was like, oh my God, your stop is next. Section eight. <laughs> Section eight, everybody. <laughs> and I, like, I, I told everybody and everybody was kind of just like, uh. <laughs> and I knew in that moment that like, this wasn't a good thing, but I didn't, I didn't say it like meaning it to be rude, but I was like, here's your stop. Section eight. <laughs> <laughs> like you're trying to like make it a happy moment. <laughs> like like you were excited for him to be home and it's, it's his community. I bet that that person went on to write a book and was like, and I'll never forget that man that belittled me for living in poverty with while my single mother worked hard. And now look at me now. <laughs> he probably like pushed him to Can succeed. I tell you, the yeah, funny thing therapy is. Therapy sessions. <laughs> I don't know that I ever told you guys this story, but oh, shortly, oh, no. shortly after. 
after this experience with the same friend, his name was Skylar. Huh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? We we usually rhyme things on this show. Like I I don't do that. Every name on here will be real. Feel free to look it up. <laughs> I know. Like the last time I accidentally said my ex's first and last name, and I was like, we need to bleep that out, and we did it. <laughs> we forgot. But, um, so I I invited Skylar. Like my mom was very weird. She never let me have friends over, and like I was kind of sheltered. And so I was on the bus and I was like, well, just don't get off at your stop. The next one's my house. Get off with me. So we told the bus driver that like my mom said it was okay. And the bus driver didn't ask questions. They were just like, that would never okay. fly today. Just no, but the bus driver was like, okay. And so we got off at my exit. We went into my house and my mom was like, what's going on? And then she made me send him home like pretty immediately. And then I went back in. She was like, he looked like a little bush baby. <laughs> What? What's a bush baby? I don't know, but I remember that so distinctly. <gasps> Wait. Like, was it like unkept hair or something? Is, this, is, this, is that like a racial thing? I don't know. Was Skylar oh, oh. of color? I don't really remember what he looked like. I was so you young. Don't remember he, you don't remember what color he was? <laughs> well, when he, you're a kid, you don't see oh, that. that's You'd so know. sweet. He was like well, white. It matters. He may have I'm, been white or tan color. I don't remember. I don't think he was Maybe black, that's why she said that. Like, we don't know what he is. <laughs> he was, like, I don't know. Are you Googling it? I just Googled, being, I just Googled bush baby and this is what I got. You have to type oh, in urban dictionary. <laughs> you, you're going to get the action. What if I'm saying something really racist? I know. I'm kind of scared. <laughs> <laughs> I am so sorry to all the bush babies out there. Stop, you're making it worse. We're going to bleep bush babies a hundred times. We're just gonna, so we can bleep though. out bush and we're just going to saying baby. Ooh, that'll give people all the wrong ideas. Beep babies. I keep digging this hole deeper and deeper. Okay. Um. Bush baby. Um, I'm so scared. Oh, and now I feel bad that I might be putting my mom on the heat. Oh. I was going to say, we've been kind of <laughs> Look, shit talking uh, your mom, Loki. We've got a few things. So, uh, Bush baby is a heterosexual female who's close friends with lesbians. No. Uh, that's definitely um, not what she meant. Bush baby. I wish uh, I could do this by like year. This, like this is literally Urban Dictionary. Okay, so it's not a racial slur, which uh, is great. Uh, it unless, still sounds unless like Unless my it. mom created her. Oh, is it? Oh. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, the third. Oh, but no, this one has a ton of way more thumbs down. So I don't think this is it. Mm. But it says a punk ass young male, usually of black that, or Puerto Rican descent. Well, what? if it wasn't, if it didn't have to do with race, this person was kind of like a punk. Like, if you know what but I mean. But like, where did that originate? But like my friends were kind of like Because bush that. babies are cute. Yeah, it's an ant, cute animal. They're very adorable. Maybe it's because this guy had really big eyes. I remember that. That's got to be it because they all have giant eyes. Mm -hmm. okay. I've never seen a bush baby. Oh, hallelujah. I thought we were about to, <laughs> someone oh. was going to wreck into us again. <laughs> not oh, the, not the new Tesla though. Please don't. Speaking of how you, you know, the bus driver just let the kid get off like the stop. Like there, do you ever think about the things from our childhood that would never fly today? Do you know one time All I was time. left on the bus? I didn't get off at my stop because I was <laughs> sleeping and I was in the back. And she, so the bus drivers walk the bus at the end to make sure kids aren't left. And like she pulled, I was asleep and she kind of woke me up and I was the only one. I looked around, I was freaking out and she was like, we're at the bus garage. We're going to have to call your mom. And my mom always told me if the school has to call me or something like I'm, you're going to have to wait until I'm off work. So I sat at the bus garage for like two hours. <laughs> <laughs> no, they stayed with me. Oh, uh, that, oh, I would be so shitty if I was that bus driver. <laughs> I mean, it was but her she, fault, wasn't she it? Yeah, I mean, she should have. I was the only one that got off at my exit, and she knew I got on the bus yeah, that day. That, your bus drivers know 
who gets off where. Yeah. Especially, yeah. you know, if it's been a while. I was thinking about this yesterday. I was in sixth grade, and my teacher, Mr. Brown, he was super nice and awesome. He was actually my mom's teacher, like, before mine. You know, he was older. And one day, <coughs> one day he was, like, it was around Christmas time. He was, like, hey, and he asked a group of us, like, do you guys want to go to the store and we'll buy some toys for, like, this, like, charity, mm-hmm. local charity? And we all just got in his van and went to the store with the teacher. Like, mm. no permission slip, yeah. no I, nothing. We just went to the store with our teacher. One of <laughs> my favorite teachers used to drive me home from school, like, the last two or yeah, three years of school. my principal took me to Taco Bell. Because mm-hmm. I was a kind of a troubled youth in high school at like, one point. And yeah. I was all, me and my friends were always in the principal's office, you know, doing the, doing the fucking most. And I think he thought I was, like, came from a troubled home and, like, made me his, like, little special project. And he would take me to Taco Bell after work, after school and drop me off at the end of my street. And then he was probably, like, felt like he was doing a good deed. Like, oh, I'm really Taking helping her. Taking a but, child. But really, I was just an asshole. When you I had a good family. And <laughs> I hated being in class, so I'd rather just hang out with him yeah. in the principal's office. When I switched schools in seventh grade, the teacher on my first day, I switched in the middle of school year, like, around Christmas, right after Christmas break. And the, the teacher gave us, like, a list. And she was like, I need, like, everyone's screen names for, like, instant messenger. She was like, in case you have, like, homework help, I'll be online to help you. And I was like, oh, that's sweet. She started messaging me, and she was like, she was like, I do like that you're a little edgier than everybody here. And I was like, oh, okay. And she was like, do you want to go jeeping? And I was like, I don't know what that is. And she said, well, I have a jeep, and we take the doors and the top off, and I can come pick you up, and we'll just drive around town. Ooh. And, like... I thought that was creepy back then, but now I'm like, as an adult, I'm like, this is creepy as hell. That is bizarre. How and old, what grade were you in? I was in seventh. And she did. She picked us up. She picked me up specifically. And we just drove around town. She talked and she was like, she was like, I um, I know you'll love it here. Like, you're going to fit in great. And she's like, she's like, you, you're, I, I like wore a lot of like emo clothes back then and nobody did that at at least when I transfer there. That, that I, I think of that all the time. When I dress like that, nobody else did. And Ev- now it's everywhere. And I'm e- not saying like I was ahead of the times or whatever, but, but it, like every, it is weird. It was it was bizarre that she picked me up and we literally drove around town. Like it was that was weird. I was a seventh grader. Since we're on the subject of school, do you mind if I like just randomly like shit talk someone? From school? This is hot tub trash talk. This I, is what we do. I want to shit talk. We have no agenda. Yeah. <laughs> I want to shit talk Wapakoneta city school systems. Oh. Because oh, wow. they're homophobic. And oh. I want to tell my story. Oh. This is a good story. This is a confession. Do you do you know I, what I'm going to say? I think so. Yeah. So one, and I'm not going to tell. A, is it about the the scuffle with the teacher? No. Oh. Well, if they're homophobic, there's a lot of stories. You know stories. what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was a race thing. Yeah. They're also racist. They're also racist in the whole <laughs> town, but um, Wapakoneta. But um, the Wapakoneta City School Systems, I don't know that I've ever told anybody this story, but I just wanted the world to know since we're on blast. Um, so one time, a girl said that I touched her butt, and I did not touch her butt, and it's just because I was starting petty drama about her. Um, and so the principal was like, how do we know you didn't touch her butt, and blah, blah, blah. And I was like... Uh, and it was the first time I really came out and told anybody. I was like, I am gay. And Bailey is the ugliest woman ever. I would never touch her. Oh. And so then once I came out and said that, I said that in front of her and everybody. And the principal <laughs> and the principal was like, okay. And I was like, please don't call my mom about this because she doesn't know yet. And they didn't. But um, so everybody started like making fun of me because I was gay um, at school. This and, was back but, before it was Yeah. And this and that. And normal. W- <laughs> once I was in high school, people really didn't care. But in middle school, they did. And um, so for some reason, um, 
it helped Bailey's case to look like she was doing a good deed for me. So she told a teacher, like, who was making fun of me, which I didn't need. But they had this big group. They had... they. I didn't even know anybody had known anything. And they pulled me into a room with like 12 different kids, the guidance counselor and the principal. And they all started like talking about like, we can't make fun of people, um, like blah, blah, blah. And they were like, um, nobody knows their sexuality now and blah, blah, blah. Oh. And then they, um, and then like at a certain point they were like, um, oh, like you only have girls as friends or like, um, you talk to people about this or you do this. They're like, we can't like help you or fight your case if you do this. Like, and it was kind of like, if you're gay, we can't help you if people like, and like, I never asked people to help me, but like, why would you put me in a room and then be and like, put you on blast and then be like, we can't help you. <laughs> oh my gosh. I think you should tell the story about oh yeah, the, I'm, I'm the teacher with the N word. Yeah. <gasps> But I'm, I can't remember. So I'm over here gasping at everything. I can't remember I'm like, exactly how it went down. Does it paint you in a bad light? No. Well, you're the hero of the story, right? <laughs> we can't tell those stories. Story. You tell me if I'm the hero in this story. Um, so I was in class and I went to youth group with this girl named Hannah Voorhees. Oh. Oh wow. We just we. I Hannah? hate her. Oh. Um, she's a transphobic, homophobic, um, sexist she, I mean, this, piece how, of trash. What grade were you in, or is she still like this? Have you? She's still like this. She's she still goes to our same church. Her. Yeah. Okay, I see. Um, her whole family is like this. They run the McDonald's in Wapakoneta. <laughs> um, and she still works at the McDonald's in Wapakoneta. Oh. Um, <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> and so, Damn. so um. We had like maybe one black person go to Wapakoneta City Schools, and so it wasn't very diverse, and everybody made fun of them. And me and my mom grew up in Cincinnati, so like we knew diversity. And so whenever we moved up here, I mean, wasn't your mom raised by a black man? Yeah, my mom, <laughs> my mom's dad is actually black. Um, it's not the man who gave birth to her, but like he raised her from whenever she was a child. And so, um, I don't know. We're just in a different mindset than people from a small town who have never seen like any diversity or any different race kind of thing. And so um, one time I was in English class in my senior year and this girl was talking to one of her friends and said, and I forget exactly what she said, but she said something about calling the only black kid in our school, the N word. And she said it loud enough that like, it wasn't like a private conversation. It was just something that was acceptable to everybody and like the room could hear it. And she said it kind of loud. I cannot imagine anybody saying that so casually. But it's it's just the, it, it's because it's- It was just the way they talked, yeah. I guess. And I was so appalled because like I went to church with her and at the time I was like a very like diehard Christian and like I've kind of fallen out of my ways now, but like- <laughs> A <little> bit. <laughs> but like I, and I stood up and I was like, what did you just say? And the teacher and the teacher kind of smirked and then was like, "Sit down, like it's not that big of a deal." <gasps> and her name was Mrs. Temple. Um, she still teaches at that school. Um, and so, um, I got up and I was like, "No, like we do not say that. Like that is wrong." And blah blah blah. And she was like, "Sit down, or I'm going to like send you to the principal." And I said, "No, like this is wrong. Somebody should reprimand her. Like we should not say that." And I said, "Do you know what that word means? It means ignorant. And do you know what? Um, that kid who she was talking about is not um, ignorant." I said, "You're a beep." 
And then the teacher like was like, go to the principal's office. They're going to call your mom. And I said, my mom will come in here and whoop your motherfucking ass. I said, you're an N-word. You're an N-word. Like, you're an N-word to everybody class. in the To class. all the white students. And I said, like, fuck all of you for allowing this to happen. You'll all burn in hell. And I went down to the principal's office. And he was like, you know, like, even if, like, somebody's saying something that you don't agree with, like, we all have different opinions and this and that. And I was like, this isn't an opinion. This is hate. This is hurting somebody that goes to our school. Like, it's not okay. Yeah. And um, and he's like, well, we're going to have to call your mom. And I was like, call my mom. If, and if you do Please not, do. And I was like, she will come down here and whoop anybody's fucking ass. This is crazy. You're standing up for someone saying the N-word. <laughs> like, you're like, no, like we can't say this. It's we a backwards nasty town. Where... Um, the mayor is in an FBI investigation. Um, the interim mayor just got arrested for driving drunk to work. Aren't the churches there under investigation? Or is that not yes. there? So Teens for Christ. Um, so I guess I can air that all out in a moment, too. But you like, just know all the dirt. This is a so Taylor show. They, they should make a Netflix show about Wapakoneta. <laughs> but um, I went to the principals. He called my mom. And my mom showed up and said, like, my son was standing up for, like, another, like, another human being. She was like, and he's now sitting here instead of in his classes. She was like, fuck you. Fuck this school. Fuck this establishment. Like, we'll just, we'll homeschool and we'll go somewhere else. We didn't because it was my senior year and I only had like three months left. But my mom went the fuck off. I mean, it's, it's just, it really is shitty as fuck. Why did I get pulled out of class and Hannah got to sit in that English class and finish the school day? She well, never got reprimanded, and I hope she burns in hell for that. Well, now she's working at McDonald's in Wapakoneta, and you're sitting here in your bathrobe at 1 o'clock in the morning doing a podcast <laughs> with your friends. <laughs> so who's the winner now? <laughs> I don't know. McDonald's pretty dank. <laughs> <laughs> she, probably, she probably really climbed that <laughs> corporate ladder, to be honest. <laughs> she's probably doing really well. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's crazy. And like you said, the churches are corrupt. Um, I went to TFC, which is Teens for Christ, which I don't think they're all corrupt. Taylor was a very devout Christian in his youth. And I dated two youth pastors. <laughs> and, and how old were you? And I was like 13, 14. They were probably like wow. 20 to 25. Mm. And it's always the youth pastor. When I was young, I just thought that it was a normal relationship and that they liked me and maybe there weren't many like gay people around. But recently, like 15 years later... Um, recently it came out that they had been doing this to many people and a lot of people came out with about different people and that they were hiding it and it's this huge investigation mm, now. How crazy. And you had a front row seat to all of it yeah. as a youngin. A front row seat? That, that's an understatement. <laughs> <laughs> you were the seat. You were the seat. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and oh, uh -oh. Did you take communion? Oh, yeah. Is that the little... The uh, wafer and wafer, the juice? Yeah, is that like the body of Christ? Christ's blood, <laughs> yeah. Christ's body, yeah. I'm kind of hungry. Oh. <laughs> Do you want a walking talk over <laughs> the guest? <laughs> if you don't mind. <laughs> it was not too much <laughs> Imagine if you were at somebody's house and they said, I want a walking talk over <laughs> Listen, Could I get you a snack? What was crazy? What was the crazy thing about that was like the Taylor said, "I know that dude." He was like, "I just want a water," and we already paid. And we're on our way out, and you walked back and said, "He wants a walkie talk." <laughs> I was yeah, like, I a, a what? <laughs> I was like, "No, I don't want anything. I feel fine. <laughs> I'm a skinny girl." <laughs> okay, what do we want to talk about now? I mean, we have we we literally have like a. So I, I, the next thing I think I want to talk about is that um, the most dramatic thing that happened recently was when Taylor moved. 
Oh, oh my god. god. This is the Taylor <laughs> show today. I, like I feel it so because, flattered. Like, my life has been very stagnant for a while, yeah. so I've got really nothing much to offer. And I haven't been as big of a whore, so I don't have many stories. Oh god, yeah. I, I mean, this did become like a sex talk show at some point. I know. At least we have some drama. I know. So something like, of substance. <laughs> <laughs> Injustices in small town Ohio. <laughs> like, I'm tired of my cousins hearing about all the men I've blown. <laughs> <laughs> so I was living in an apartment called Georgetown of Kettering in Kettering, Ohio. And my, Taylor never holds back. <laughs> Look it up. They look nice. They're nice-ish. Like, it's okay. And I thought it would be good. And I looked through it, and it was fine. And then I moved in. And what? let's just name all the quick problems. Okay. We we got roaches. Um, the w- electric always turned off. The, the AC never turned worked. Off. There was a fucking naked man walking around outside one day. Just a random, like, man walking around naked. And Taylor said, he, like, he was like, I wouldn't have believed you if, if you, didn't you take had a just picture. ran. I would have thought yeah. maybe he had peach. Sam, Sam got, like, a picture just in time, and it was his butt-ass naked body. Yeah, like, he was walking away. And it was an old man. The yeah, crazy thing is, is, I also thought, I thought it was wild that you had central air that never worked. And then when I was like... I was like, this is broken. And the, I went to the <laughs> leasing office and they tried to convince me that that's just how air works. My toilet always leaked. The toilet, and the, the and the there toilet was, was concerning because you would sit on it and you would hear a squish and you knew that like, they would just see be like, water they, start they ripped out. up my floors and there was just mold Ugh. everywhere. Yeah. And they, I, so I remember like every time I use a toilet, they would just say like, oh, it's just the wax ring. Yeah, and they, they reseal the wax ring. But it, I, you can hear water on, like when you sit down and you're like, where, like obviously, and they replaced the somewhere. wax ring, um, the wax ring, they tightened the bolts. They did this and that. This is one of those times where it's an old building that has been made up to look very beautiful, but the bones are bad. Yeah. Like when they peel the vinyl floor up in that bathroom, the wood. They literally. Just, like, you could fall through it. They reached down and the guy showed me. He he literally scooped up like ice cream, some of the wood from the floor, and mm. it was just melting in his hands. I mean, like how that that's. Disgusting. I don't even know how we were walking on it. But so it had a lot of problems, and once I figured out there was mold in the bathroom, and like there were just so many issues that were. Just, it looked pretty. From it a looked glance. pretty, it's but like, like there was it, that became like a health concern, and yeah. just safety hazard, everything. And I was afraid to eat. I or just like didn't want people to picture it like, like like Section Eight. And yeah, and it it wasn't <laughs> the crazy thing is like. It felt like Section Eight when I was leaving, and now yeah. whenever I look back and I look at pictures, I'm like, it doesn't look. Yeah, I'm just referencing. Nice. I'm not trying to shit on. No. I'm just referencing our story from earlier. Yeah, and anybody that lives there, like, it's a nice place. It costs a decent amount, but like, they have a lot of maintenance issues, and the maintenance people never helped. The leasing people were always assholes to me. When you had that electric problem, they were just like at a loss. I mm-hmm. watched them come and go, and I could hear them whispering like, "I don't know." What we're you do. couldn't use a hair dryer in that building without everything blowing. I would blow. If I blew so many fuses in there. And eventually, whenever they were fixing all the wiring in my walls, they told me they said nothing has been running to your electric box. They ran everything to my electric box, and my elect then my like electric bill went through the roof. That's yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, it was, it was crazy. all on like weird breakers and. It just we and they were the, the, all the time they'd come in and be like we don't even know like what happened here. But it reached a breaking point and you decided to look elsewhere and decided to move. And I found this. So I've always dreamed of living in this certain place. I don't want to disclose where I live now, but I've always dreamed of living um, somewhere for a few years, and it's always just been a little bit too much of a reach for me. And it's finally like a reasonable price, and like it just all worked out. And so and I, it's so cute. So we we moving day rolls around. And so like and I decided to just and I, I found out like a week before I moved that like actually moved that I like that I found this place. I went through it and I signed the lease. It happened pretty quick. 
And so, like, we're moving on moving day. And I'll let Kyle tell this part. Yeah. So, like, all the, all the, the we hired a big moving company. They're moving stuff out. They have just a giant, not, not quite a semi, but, like, a super big moving van. And because we hired movers and like there's two ways into the apartment building. There's like the main route and the side road. So they parked on the little side road, which only has two buildings on it versus the like remaining like 30 in the complex at like three o'clock in the afternoon. And somebody in a little itty bitty U-Haul was also trying to get by. And they said, we just need about 10 more minutes. Uh, we're almost done. So that U-Haul like, person. I think they said we don't even have any furniture left. We yeah. literally just need to strap this down and then we'll move for you. Yeah. And then, but the U-Haul person went in and complained to the leasing office that they were blocking the path. And the, the community manager who I didn't even know who she was. She comes out and starts throwing a fit. She's like, this van needs moved. Her right name is now. Rachel. <laughs> um, so Rachel and Rachel's a bitch. If you're listening to this or if you ever do, I hope you burn in hell. You piece of trash. Uh, that reminds me of a story. Yeah. Don't send her to hell with me. Um, <laughs> she flourishes Some, She's going to fuck with the wrong person one time, and they're going to beat her into the ground. Oh, well, I could I could agree with that. Um, But she comes out, and she's like, I'm calling the police. And she does. She calls the police. <laughs> and the police. I get so offended when people call the police for Like, what are they going to do? It was petty. It was petty. And, and so the police roll in, and, like... <laughs> She just, she's like going to the police. They won't move this moving van. And the cop literally says to her, he said, he looks at his like watch and he goes, ma'am, it's three o'clock. They're moving. He's like, where do you want this van to be? Do you want it to block your main entrance or the side road? And he was like the side road. And he said, I'm not doing anything about this. And just kind of like giggled. And that enraged her. That just literally, and she came up to me and she was like, she was like, I'm, I will make sure that I find you and all this stuff. Oh. And I literally said to her, I said, get out of my face, you bitch. And she said, oh, what did you say? I said, you heard me move along. And so then. And like, you're leaving. And Kyle like, didn't tell just- me. I don't understand why is she causing such a row. And Kyle didn't tell me about this situation right away because he knew that I would escalate the situation and go like whoop her ass. Taylor gets a bit. And I, I would have whooped her yeah. ass. <laughs> Two turnt Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, like, we're finishing, and like, I'm I'm in my house, and we're walking out the door with the dogs mm-hmm. to get in the car. And like, it's over. Like, the moving van is left. All my shit is gone. And the woman comes out. And listen, this is going to sound made up. <laughs> it I was know, like a telenovela. Listen, people on the podcast probably think that we over exaggerate or that things are dramatized. Our lives are just kind of. I swear on everything in my life that this that I'm being honest with this. It, this woman was running like Baywatch, like it was slow motion, like it was so dramatic, and she was like, "But wait, your lease," and was waving the uh, true legal, like it was my whole lease. It and I was like, like a ream of paper, and I was like, "How did you get this in two minutes?" Like it makes me think of like a video game, like you you've been destined for this quest. But like what <laughs> I. Clearly, I'm moving and I have somewhere to go. What do you think this is going to accomplish? I know, like this lease is not a force field physically keeping like, you here. I'm fucking you over. Like <laughs> we're out, we're out, lady. She, I mean, it was like a legal. It was like a ream of paper, and I was like, where did she get this? She, As somebody who worked at a leasing office, I know that she was probably the person who got commissioned for the renewals because usually the new there's leasing agents that get them for the new move-ins, and then there's she, one that gets them for the renewals. And that she ran out like we were about to call the moving van back and move <laughs> everything back in. 
<laughs> she really did. Like, and then, yeah. and maybe if she was nicer, I would have dealt with them more. But everybody was so bad there. Yeah, everything was just trashy. Um, but yeah, she ran after with the with the lease in hand, like chasing us down to the car. Like we were gonna turn around and be like, "Oh, <laughs> you can call the whole thing off." I'm so, to be honest. <laughs> after I her, first heard that story, I'm surprised Taylor didn't. I'm. I feel like you kept your composure. Like, well, it took it, everything in me. I thought I was like, "I'm gonna go hit this bitch," and then Kyle said one, and I called him and I said, "I'm gonna go up because I I saw her and I was like, "I'm gonna go knock this bitch out for being a bitch," because just the attitude that she had and the way she was talking. And he said, "You are about." To drive away from all of this and break your lease. And he's like, you'll never see these people again. And she'll just be miserable every day. And I was like, mm, that's good enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite time when I saw you blow up recently. I hope that's not offensive that no. I'm talking about like your anger issues. But like it's real. And yeah. um, it, it's I intense. have bipolar. Oh, yeah. And uh, sometimes it is just interesting to watch. One time... Um, so it was when the hamster from the like, the first story. It was like within like the th first hour, with, he, within the hour. Well, yeah, he had started to look sick and you had called and tried to get him into the vet. <laughs> and they didn't respond in a timely fashion. And they said like, we're going to contact the vet. They and, like, seemed really concerned when you called. Like, but they were nobody like, got back to me. They kept just running me in circles. And yeah, like yeah. Marshmallow was like the sweetest hamster. And like, it was you an, didn't, I didn't know that hamsters could have that much personality. And it was, was an there. emergency vet. If I knew the name and I remembered it, I would name them yeah and so um after marshmallow passed away taylor wanted to let them know how disappointed he was in the fact that there was no sense of urgency on their end to get marshmallow in to the vet and i told taylor uh, like before you I, I think he called and left a voicemail mm -hmm. he called and left a voicemail and, and a review interview and i said try to stay calm but firm because people don't take you seriously if you just go off the handles that you just be just be you know just be calm but firm and he was not calm nor <laughs> firm. Well, he was firm, but not. not. <laughs> I don't even remember what I said is the crazy thing because oh, I was good. so. I could, I, I that was, was watching, my true feelings. Yes, and I was watching, and like Taylor was gone. What did I say? A, there was this other. This, it started off good, didn't it? It was like it was calm. It, at it, first. it did start out calm, and I was like, "Oh yeah, he's doing it. He's doing it. I'm proud of him." He was <laughs> like, "Hi, yes, I'm just calling because I." set up an appointment for my hamster or I tried to but nobody ever got back to me I said pet and so they'd take it more seriously yeah, he, he, that's true that's true he did not say hamster he said my pet uh, because some people they might not take it as seriously as a dog or a cat but we loved that hamster mm -hmm. um, but he was like yeah my pet recently passed away and I tried to set an appointment online I tried to call and nobody responded and that pet is dead and that blood is on your hands whoever's listening to this I blame you I the receptionist the the, the doctors, people that clean the, the people building that, the people that clean your building the customers everybody that walks in or does anything with that the blood is on your hands and like you will eternally burn <laughs> it was so, and I hope you rot in hell I hope you feel terrible you, you killed my pet you killed my pet you, you single-handedly did it bitch and then, and then he hung up and he was like how and was I was that? crying. He was like, yeah, he was crying. It was like really And you could tense. tell. And then and he was, was like, how was like, that? He was like, how did I do? Do you know that they called me, that vet called what? me back? Oh my God. What? We didn't know that. Oh my God. No, I, I thought I told somebody this. No. The vet called me back and they just left this like very, like this voicemail and they were just like, like, we're so sorry for your loss. <sighs> and they're like, we get a lot of calls and like, um, we can't like seem to place yours. And yada, yada, yada. So they're calling you a liar? Mm-hmm. But, like, 
I I clearly have called you multiple times. I went on the did, website. Did, I left I'm surprised reviews. you didn't call back. Oh, I would have went to extreme. I just mm. let it go. You would have went postal. It's probably because <laughs> the calls were from my phone, and they, if they typed uh, in the phone number, they were probably trying to match it with a phone number. That's true. But yeah, that wow. was insane. I'm shocked they had the audacity to return the call. <laughs> they also replied to the review and said, I don't think this is our business. And so I left three more <gasps> reviews saying, this definitely was the business. And I posted the screenshots of when I called them, the website I went to on my history, and like all the things that I did. Can I tell the story? We don't have to get in the details of it because there, oh. there's a detail I think we should leave out. But one time, your anger, we thought we were, we were watching scary movies. Oh! <laughs> 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 We I don't even know how it you're going to tell this story. I will tell it in an appropriate <laughs> way. So, um, gosh, we, we had just we had just finished the Dahmer series. Yeah, oh, yes, we were we were watching it. I believe. Yeah, we were almost we almost were watching. It. it was when that came out, so it was around that time frame. And McDonald's and fucked up our DoorDash, DoorDash order. The whole thing, like they the just whole jacked thing. it up. It we, was really fucked. Three up. of us ordered food, and like usually, like they'll forget one thing or like something's wrong. But it, everybody's order was. wrong. It wasn't our order. It had no napkins, no sauce, no like straws. It was just really lousy. The biggest thing was my coffee was missing. There was no ketchup, and we asked for extra ketchup, and there was like something else was wrong. Yeah, it was just fucked up, and. Was it, yeah, and Taylor called. I called and them I, first. Oh, it, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Tell, I called him was calm. I'm kind of calm. I was like, calm can you, firm. I was like, I was like, I would like you guys to explain why all this was left out. And they just like, didn't have an answer. He's like, um, mm, mm. and I was like, you cussed at him. And finally, yeah, I just pathetic because they just, lousy, they, workers, they lousy workers that think that they deserve $15 an yeah. hour when you don't even deserve to breathe our air. I blame Hannah Voorhees. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Get to the good part. Okay. So then Taylor calls and Sam will pass this back to you. Well, I just, let's just say I went off. Like I just went absolutely went ballistic. Off. And, and then he hung up, you know, he went off, was like, you know, blah, 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 blah. I don't remember the exact words, but they were not good. They weren't okay. They were really over the top. Like I just, I was so angry and I just blew and, up. Like I was kind of, I was kind of like, oh shit. I know, and then, I was worried. Imagine, so he hangs up and we just start eating our food, like kind of bitter that it wasn't right. And McDonald's calls back. <laughs> they call me, they call Kyle. They, I know. They kept calling back and I was like, oh shit. They kept calling our and phones. And then we ordered uh. DoorDash. So we were like, they have our address. We were so convinced that the we Mc locked they the were door and hid. We went. No, we didn't just lock the door. We locked the front door. We went in Taylor's bedroom. We got in his walk-in closet and locked ourselves in because I was like, I think that we might have the person on the other end might have been another Taylor. Yeah, and we were at war with McDonald's, and I was so scared because we had just watched the Dahmer show. I know we were like, we pressed the wrong person's last button, and they're after they were just, us. They were, yeah, when has like, McDonald's ever called you back? Yeah, when have you ever went off on somebody like a company and they called back? <laughs> I know. Multiple times, I was scared. I was legitimately scared. They kept scared. calling. I was, was scared. Like, Didn't we? I think and I blocked their number. Left. I blocked their number, and somebody called me from a, like a personal phone number. Yes, yeah. like they were persistently calling, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I think did we leave? Yeah, we go to your house yeah, we Kyle, because we house. were scared. And I remember being scared to even go to the car. I was like, "We have to go now before they have time to get here." Like I was. It was. I it's mean, kind we, of we, like over the top in retrospect. We were literally concerned that McDonald's was coming for us. Imagine <laughs> making enemies with McDonald's. For some reason, <laughs> I kept picturing like Killer Ronald McDonald coming for. I know, us. like I obviously it's just a random person, the but characters. I like in my head, I really, uh, I made it really bad. 
I forgot about that. I, I forgot about that. Why did we forget about that? Did we d- delete that memory because it was so traumatizing? <laughs> oh my God. I was genuinely afraid. Taylor's anger has gotten us into some interesting yeah. situations. But it keeps us on our toes. Mm-hmm. We all have our... Um, it's like we're like three of like the seven deadly sins. Like your wrath. <laughs> Which one are you? Gluttony. Gluttony. Which one I am I? Or lust. I, oh, I could totally be lust. Or greed. I could be greed. What would you be? <laughs> um, I can't be three of them. I don't know all the deadly sins. Let me Google I don't, it. I know, you I, were like the like, one dating the youth pastors and you don't know the sins. I was sin. practicing the sins. I wasn't focused <laughs> Thou on shalt not, not be on that. your knees with thy youth pastor. And I was like, damn it, I missed that one. Glock, Glock 5,000. <laughs> 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 I wasn't ready. Okay, oh so there's. Bl- I did blow okay. him at the church. <gasps> okay, so I want. Okay. <laughs> okay. Wow, you heard it here uh, first. <laughs> oh, I think I know which one I am. We forgot one, but I'm gonna name the seven deadly sins, and I want you guys just to really tell me which one you think. You don't have to think about it hard. Just okay. like the first one. There's lust, gluttony, greed, wrath, envy, pride, or sloth. You can be honest. Uh, I was thinking envy until you said sloth. I know. <laughs> I was thinking sloth. envy. Envy and, and sloth. <laughs> I agree. Uh, envy and sloth. But what am I jealous of? What everybody else has. Mm, no, I don't. No, I, mean, don't know, I don't know. I don't know. Let me say this. You're not an envious person. Like you don't say like, oh, I really want that. Somebody else has it. You do get what you want. And like you, you do you mean you all that. But I think that like. Maybe envy things that are lost. Like things from the past. Mm, I don't. That's, that's so what I deep. thought of. Like de- envy. I also, I think that you, you envy certain situations. Like we all say, like I'd rather be like this in that way or that like that. Well, I might be greed because a picture of greed in this thing I found mm. on Google is somebody carrying a bag of money. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking I mean. of that, um, yesterday was the three-year anniversary of that time I robbed a bank. Happy anniversary. <laughs> Yeah, that one time. Well, just that um, one time. That was three years ago. Wow. That my life does it feel like three forever. years? You know what's crazy? That means we were yes. we were recording a podcast the night before. Were we? We were. Man, that was a wild trip. And I have started writing my book about it. Yeah, and it's really good. I'm not trying to like make this about me good. or make it serious, but I've started writing my book. And Kyle and Taylor read the first chapter and a half. And what was? You guys like it. It's good. I thought it was really good. I, w- I would read it, and I don't read books. And we ever. had a whole conversation about how, I know this is strange, but the way I write is not the way I talk. Or even, like, I've been friends with you for a long time. We've lived together. I know how you just think and how you live and, like, uh, do you know what I mean? Things like that. This is, and I'm I'm not saying anything bad about you, but this is just so different. It's so elevated, elevated mm-hmm. thought about. It's so, impa- like, it pulls you in. I, I re- it's just amazing. I'm shocked that somebody I know has that much like writing talent. Oh, that's like that gave me goosebumps. And like, you know what's so crazy? It's, and it's it, not that I didn't think you could do it. I'm just, I listen. What's crazy is I knew you could do it. I, I know you have talent, but then I read it and I was shocked. Imagine somebody that really believed in you being shocked at what <laughs> you've done. Like Beyonce, you really outdone yourself. <laughs> Do you remember that one interview when she's like, "You are Beyonce," and she's like, "Thank you." Thank you. <laughs> but you know what's so weird is when I write 
so I like poetry. It's fun and whatever. But like when I write something serious like this, I know that's where I really shine. And mm-hmm. I'm so excited to get it out in the world and show people like you really don't know what I'm capable yeah. of. You really have no idea. Yeah. And I also it's weird because I'll write and I surprise myself. Mm. I'll read it like a week or so later. And I'm like, I can't believe this came from my brain. So I do. This is where I know that we're a hot tub trash talk, but I do think that we can be inspiring in this moment. Wow. I think that you, you should a sparkle oh button. God, <laughs> I don't know which one it is. Purple. I think it's that. I think it's that oh. blue one to the. Oh. This one. No. <laughs> <laughs> the other blue one. Purple. That one. Right. You're touching it. Oh. Inspirational. So um, I'm sure that there are a lot of creative people listening to podcasts. Um, it's very, it was procrastinating very, their own creative endeavors. You better stop and go listen. Yes. Or, or wait. What? <laughs> wait. <laughs> no. Wow. Me, me, famous writer one day. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, (laughs) anyway go ahead keep talking about how great i am well um so i'm sure that it's hard to start anything if you're a painter it's hard to start painting if you're a writer it's hard to start writing if you're a musician it's hard to start composing and writing things like that so how did you start in the creative process of this what really got the ball rolling what pushed you out of the i don't know where to start like, and just the overwhelmingness of a big project like that. Well, I always put it off because I didn't know how I wanted to start my story because it's a true story. And mm-hmm. I'm like, do I start at the crime? Do I start, like, me walking out of the prison doors? Like, where, like, I really and struggled. And it has to entrap people. I struggled with, like, the chronological aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And then I also, but it, I wanted to start writing it as soon as I got home, but I just kept getting, like, stunted. And I remember I had this memory of years ago I worked at Pizza Hut for, like, a month. And I remember my, I was, I've always been an aspiring writer since I was very young. So even at this time, I wanted to be a writer. And the manager said, oh, I used to want to be a writer, but now I just write in my head. And I was like, I never want to be that person. I never want to. And I was that person for a long time. And I think of that. I'm like, I don't want to be the writer in my head. And I was like, even if it's terrible, I'm just going to write it. Mm -hmm. And then, um, November is National Write a Novel Month, and you write so many words a day. It's you have these like word goals, and I didn't meet the goals for this month, but I'm very proud of like what I d- have done. So mm-hmm. I'm glad that very I started. I'm, I'm glad I started, mm-hmm. but I just started doing it. And what I did was I took my court documents because I won't talk about this too much. But when you are in jail, about to go to prison, you have to do what's called a PSI, a pre-sentence investigation, and a probation officer comes and gives you this little interview about your life, your childhood, your family, your interests. And I have that court document and I copy and pasted it into the um, my Word document and I kind of went in and filled in the blanks, like here's what the court's documented versus here is how I felt when I was answering those questions. And then I just kind of went from there. Mm. Yeah, I'm super, I'm super excited. It's really good too. Like I would actually read it and I, I would never pick up a book. I'm very, I'm very proud of it. And as somebody who is super hard on herself and self-conscious, like I never really say that. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm hoping it's like out by like this time next year Yeah. because I'm a meticulous editor. Like I will take what I'm writing and I will edit it and edit it and edit it rather than write new stuff. So I'm going to, I'm trying to like break that habit. But anyway, uh, who wants to talk about sex? I feel like <laughs> that is, oh, what that we, is uh, missing ooh, from this episode. We talk, I mean, the, I feel like hot tub trash talk is not necessarily like, sh- like shit talking people. It's like trash. trash. No. 
let's talk about some trashy things. Like when you think of like trashy romance novels, why are they trashy? Because so, they're sexy. So Kyle, I'll ask you the question first. Oh my god, what are why you? Kyle? You want to go first? No, but like, <laughs> you just seem like you really, like, why not you? But you just seem like a... He's asking the question. I don't know my answer yet. I'm it was just, it was just, I guess not why Kyle, but it was so aggressive. And not Kyle prepared. looks cornered. He looked like a scared animal. <laughs> what is the thing that you are sexually afraid of? The vagina. I'm just kidding. (laughs) 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 I feel like that's the go-to answer. But like in all reality, until like three years ago, I thought the vagina was in the same spot the penis was. I remember that. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, my health class It was like, right, me. you thought it was, like, directly in the front. Yes. Like, I just, I did not know. Like, like where the, the penis sa- Like, facing the same direction as, like, your Literally, nose. I went I went to, like, a really nice couple's hotel once. It was, like, six or seven. It was, like, a, a romantic, like, at a and pool in the room. Yeah, like, a pool, like, a, a full-size pool in the hotel suite. So, like, it was, it was really fancy. And I turned on the TV, and there was straight <laughs> porn on it, which I've never watched in my And life. I have to note, my and mom recommended this place. And I was like, mom. Huh? And then I was like, they were they were immediately just banging on like on the couch or whatever. And, and Kyle was like, was like oh, "Oh my god, is she getting fucked getting in the, the ass? ass? She's doing anal." And then we were like, "And then Wait. she, I think she said, like, when was this? I think she said, fuck me in my pussy.'" And like, we paused for a moment. We were like, we were about to turn it off, and Kyle was like, "Wait, what?" And we watched for a moment. And I watched. He- <laughs> I was like, "What is going on?" You like, didn't understand. I was waiting for her. I was. Be, like, I was literally <laughs> waiting for her. Him. To- <laughs> I was waiting for him to like flip her around and actually fuck her in the pussy. And then like that, I realized at that moment that that, that was her pussy. And what a weird thing to say while you're yeah, being penetra- penetrated vaginally. Why are you telling me to do what I'm already doing? It was like, it was uh, like oh, fuck, yeah, fuck uh, my pussy. Fuck, oh, yeah, uh, fuck my, me in the pussy. Uh, like, it was okay, like, you guys really remember. This is the core memory because you remember the, the stimulating dialogue. I, I even remember the woman. <laughs> it's I like my too. first time. I, I, it was like a very core memory. Do you for know me what's funny? I don't remember the first time that I watched like gay porn or like saw my first penis, but I do remember my first time like seeing a vagina and figuring it out. But what I remember one time, I don't know if I ever told the story on the podcast. Oh. I went to my house and <laughs> that I is sat, scary. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. And I sat down to watch TV, and I'm not a big TV watcher, and so I like I struggled. <gasps> oh my god, I forgot this story. I, I like struggle with the remote. <laughs> I struggle with the remote sometimes, whatever. But like, I, I, I just said that all I did was sit in my living room at my family's home, and I'd hit the power button, and porn was on TV. And I'm like, what? But the porn, it was, <laughs> it was in. It kind of freaked me out because there was a man on a bed, and the woman was on top of him, and she was like, I remember she had black hair and tattoos. I was like, oh, she's kind of cool. And then the, I was like, what is this? And she's just like riding him or whatever. And I'm like, why is this? On? At first, I was like, is this a movie? But it was. You can tell if you're watching like a sexy scene in a movie and yeah. like a porn. And then the camera pans and there's somebody under the bed. <laughs> and I was <gasps> like, whoa. There's somebody else watching. <laughs> the bed. And then I'm like, what's going on? And I'm just like, and I'm wondering like, did somebody accidentally cast this to the TV? You know what I mean? Like in oh my, my house. Oh my God. And there's only a couple people in my house. But, um, and then I was like, what? And then I turned the TV off and back on and it was back on normal TV. Wow. Isn't that weird? Did you ever mention or ask anybody about I that? I mentioned it to my mom, but we were just kind of like, well. <laughs> Who knows? But I did think it was weird that there was somebody under the bed. Yeah. But the true thing I'm really afraid of sex-wise, um, 
I don't know. <laughs> Can I tell you something funny? Every what? time I have sex, I'm afraid. Oh, I thought that was funny. Uh, no, I really I'm afraid am. of like STDs. I was just like, I'm thinking about porn and like, I don't watch porn ever. And I'm not against it, but like every now and then I watch it. And it's when like, I'm like. <laughs> Ravaging. <laughs> no, it's like, I don't want to watch like sexy, crazy, like fuck me in the pussy porn. I want to watch like kind of like romantic porn. <laughs> and like, I remember Wine when- Wine me, dine me, 69. What do you type in for that? <laughs> because well, it's different there. than what I- I'm like. getting there. Listen, and I remember, everyone's like, what were you thinking when you got arrested? Like back, like three years ago. And I was thinking, the detective is going to see my phone and see that the only thing I ever look up on Pornhub is missionary. <laughs> 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 and then I was like, romantic. <laughs> and I have been like, Real life couple, <laughs> and then passion, and then here. I'm like I hope this is in my discovery papers. <laughs> I think of the porn you and Taylor used to search and watch on the TV. Like, oh my gosh, we had, a, we had a guilty oh. secret pleasure. Was that on my phone too, or is that uh, probably N- maybe? Okay, because oh. we would look. <laughs> we just looked up like weird porn, like really fast. You try to like out weird each other. Porn. Like you think that's weird. Look what I found. This is even weirder. Yeah. And, and there's a lot of weird porn out there. <laughs> Disney animated porn was kind of a fun one. Yeah. <laughs> like, because oh. like sometimes the animators like they did a great job. <laughs> <laughs> I know you kind of felt like, whoa, <laughs> what are you doing, Elsa? <laughs> yeah, but like, <laughs> that's not your sister. <laughs> Just imagine, like, as a detective, like you, you're looking. I and I know for a fact <coughs> that they looked at my internet history because like they brought some other things up that I looked oh, up. Oh no! And mm. like about like the like. You know, the bank. That makes location. me want to go delete my history. Oh, yeah, you should. And not I'm, for anything like incriminating, but because I'm embarrassed. And I had so many, like, we have like an awful sense of humor. Like, <laughs> like, we have a private group chat that would just cancel the fuck out of us because we share like raunchy, crazy, like, memes and shit. And I remember, like, specifically, I was thinking of this one meme I had, and it was like <laughs> something about like how Hiroshima was the invention of Rice Krispies. <laughs> Thinking what? like they're gonna give me the maximum sentence because I have this on my phone. <laughs> 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 Watch the judge be Asian. <laughs> I remember like, you're just like shocked and laughing. <laughs> well, like you know what? Like I don't know. Like it's just like my fucking shitty sense of humor. Like I'm, you know. <laughs> But like that's what like everyone's like. What were you thinking? Like these are the things I was thinking. (laughs) So we talked about what we're sexually afraid of. What are your guys? Just another random one. What's your dream job? Sam, you go first. What am I sexually afraid of? Oh, um. What are you sexually afraid of? What you? Yeah, we only talked about me. I said STDs. STDs. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'll just piggyback off of that. (laughs) I guess what? Let me. You know what? I'm gonna get real for a second. Here's what I'm scared of. I'm scared of getting into an intimate relationship with somebody who really just looks and feels like my happily ever after, and then finding out uh, months down the road that they're actually a sexual predator and a rapist and a murderer and all things that somebody shouldn't be. That's what I'm scared of. And I'm. (laughs) And and you know that that might be super specific, but that's just my fear. Next. (laughs) I'm laughing because this seems like a true story. No. Never. Based on pure fiction. Yeah. <laughs> this is just fantasy. Nightmare of Sometimes some sort. Sometimes I just get upset. <laughs> <laughs> and what's your seven deadly sins? <laughs> All of them. <laughs> so what's my dream? What's our dream job? Yeah, Sam. What's your dream job? So I have recently 
decided I would like to pursue. I've always wanted to be a journalist because I like to research things, and I was th- and I like to write. But I was thinking like I think I want to be an investigative journalist because I whenever I start researching something, I have a very obsessive like mentality. Like I latch on to certain things and I do not let go until like I get to the bottom of it. And I think I would like to use that as like I, I can never be a detective. I'll never be a cop. You know what I mean? One because I'm a felon, and two I just don't want to be a cop. But I, I would like to like use my weird skills for good mm. to like uncover bad things. Mm. I mean, that's a good. That's a really mm-hmm. good. And I'm a good writer. So I mean, I have one that like was was serious. I always wanted to be a defense attorney, but my actual dream job I think would be. Uh, we kind of discovered this as a group. I would love to be a professional funeral mourner. Oh my god! One time we were at Kings Island and it was they, it was Halloween and they had these like fake little tombstone. Um, they had like a fake coffin. Like, it was like a fake wake funeral. Yeah. yeah, and it had all these empty chairs and there was like skeletons. And I went and, and sat by it. He just went and sat one of the empty chairs and started crying. Crying. <laughs> <laughs> and and a few people joined me. <laughs> it was intense. And, and then like for I've, some reason there was like a random comb. You're like, this was his favorite hairbrush. And then like really and then down. eventually like security broke it up. I was like, you can't be be here. And I was like, <gasps> I just started having like a breakdown and um. Uh, yeah, like I, it gathered a crowd, but like the, it's that's a thing. Like people pay you to go, like have a breakdown at the casket, and like I, I could totally do it. I would love to do it. You'd be great at it. I would love to cry at someone's funeral. You know, reach out to me. <laughs> <laughs> he, Kyle, uh, it, it's very convincing. It's very convincing. I, I just, I just the death. I, I draw energy off of other people's sadness. If if there's yeah. somebody sad in the room, I can literally channel it. Like, I think we all struggle with death, but, like, whew. I can't handle death. Kyle I lose cannot. my shit. Kyle, not at all. It is. In, he's, and so, for some god-awful reason, he's always the first to find dead pets. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I'll listen, and I'll know, I'll know that, like, oh, like, they're kind of at the end of their life cycle. They're starting to get slow, or, like, they look like they're not doing well. And I'll be like, I'm prepared, and so I look and look and look. And I'm like. And I have some bad news. I know, and then I come out of like the bathroom or like I come home and Kyle's Kyle like bawling. Like, 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 like I'm like, do we call the 911? Like <laughs> he's so distressed. Like I can't like breathe. I I threw up when the hamster died because I was yeah. crying so hard. Yeah. Like, I mean, like and it wasn't even my sweet, pa- but it's just like it's so intense. But it's I mean like it's not bad. But. I cried so hard at somebody's grandfather's funeral once. That everybody was staring at me, and I didn't even know the guy. They probably thought you were his boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Do you know that meme where the girl's like, I loved him at the funeral, and the girl's like, she, she loved, loved him. him. <laughs> <laughs> that would be me. I could literally do that. Oh. That's my dream job. Taylor, what's your dream job? Um, No job. College unemployment. Um, I want like lots of money for no reason. <gasps> sugar daddy. Mm-hmm. For no reason? For no reason. Yeah. It could even be a sugar mommy. I'm open. He doesn't want to do anything for it. He just wants it for no reason. Oh, no, I, I'm, I'll, open, I'll, I'm open to a sugar mommy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he, no, wait, he was about to say something else. He's like, I'll do something for it. Yeah, I'll do something for it. <laughs> even if it's sugar mommy? Mm-hmm. <gasps> I just like money. A scandal. <laughs> I want to be Lana Del Rey's best friend. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> she just buys me things. Oh, I, I recently did something that was kind of funny and uh, I don't know. It's 
I entered us in a radio station contest. Oh my god! For Taylor Swift tickets. How is this not the first thing we talked? So like the Taylor Swift like tickets went like everyone knows like they sold out immediately and this radio station was like we're giving away three tickets tell us why you and your two best friends should get to go to taylor swift's concert and i filled out the form and i was like we have to win i don't even i don't even listen to taylor swift like i like some of her music she's she's okay i'm not like a diehard swifty and i was like me and my two friends the three of us are the best drag queen Taylor Swift impersonators in, in the Midwest. <laughs> Not even the country, just specifically the Midwest. Like there's a ton of them or something. And I was and like, so, and we would love to. We would love to meet her. She's our inspiration. And Kyle didn't tell us before. He, I'm literally just shaking my head. He messaged us <laughs> after and was like, "Hey, if we get notified for this, we're gonna have to dress I'm up so, and drag as Taylor." I was so like, just a heads up. So you, I need you to play along. And I'm like, you guys, we don't even ever listen to Taylor Swift. <laughs> I was like, just like you guys know, like if. The, if the radio i sent listen to snapchat and it was and just in case the radio station calls us like um we are the best drag queen impersonators at taylor swift um and we're we're just gonna have to dress like taylor swift and go to her concert okay you guys are gonna have to go along with it <laughs> and i like i remember like i woke up and i checked my snapchat and you were telling me that in a video and i'm like what <laughs> that's real i i would probably i would have the best time i'd make the best of it we always do we always do Oh, is there it's, any other topics we want to trash it's, talk? We're at an hour. We're at an hour. When's our, what's our longest episode? I don't An hour and a half. Okay, so like. This isn't it. Okay. <laughs> well, I know you have like a little cheat sheet that you've been going I know. Um, I wanted got? to, I have bitched a lot though. But we I, love we, bitching. We, yeah. This is the name of this show. That's, <laughs> but the name a, of the game. I wanted to bitch about Campbell's soup. Oh uh, my uh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I was sick recently <laughs> and Kyle made me some soup. And Kyle, you tell the story. Oh my God. So Taylor said, I want chicken noodle soup. And I said, what kind? He name drops Campbell's. Because <laughs> it's Be- the only soup name I it's, know. It's, a tr- it's the soup name he's heard of and he knows it. And I'm like thinking in my head. And I was like, like, I can trust Campbell's. I'm like Campbell's. I'm like, that's probably the worst chicken noodle soup. And then I was thinking like, we want something hearty and like big. And then, but he said, he said like, that's, that's the brand I want. Like, I, I don't I want- like Campbell's. I know, like I, that's what I want when I'm sick. I he was like, I don't want any other brand of chicken noodle soup, and I was so I went out and bought cans of Campbell's and like made him bowl on the stove, on the stove, not even in the microwave. <laughs> um, and I brought it over, and and I was like, he turned into Gordon Ramsay. I was like, what is this? What do is you this call shit? this soup? I said, look at it. It like the noodles look like dead corpses. The ju- the chicken broth isn't the right color. It's yellow. It's fucking yellow like, for Christ's sake. I said, sake. look at these pieces of chicken. They look like ham. They're pink. <laughs> he was like, chicken should be white, not pink. Oh and then I said. And he was like, taste it. Taste this you shit. Taste this and and you, tell me how it tastes. You tell me this is Smell this and tell me how it smells. Oh my God. Uh, 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 but I, you had never seen Kitchen Nightmares before, right? No, I've never seen. So you weren't even, like, you did not realize like how <laughs> Gordon Ramsay you were being. I literally thought, like, he was Gordon Ramsay. He did everything shy of throwing the soup bowl and across I said, the And I was like, were you mad at Kyle or were you mad at the soup? The soup. That's why we're yeah. shit talking. About right I know now. it's just funny. He was like, just like that's that, what I asked you. But like, like in all reality, though, like why is the broth yellow? Why are the the, the noodles like they, they they just they fall off the spoon? It splash. looks like they're very doughy. Yeah, yeah, it's like just it's not a good product. 
the broth, like, I remember it being like kind of like a greenish color. Yeah. And, it's, the, it's, and the chicken is like pink. Yeah. But yeah. like, that's just what I ate when I was a kid. <laughs> that's, well, a very, that's one of those foods, like, it's good when you're a kid, but not as yeah. an adult. Like, remember those little, like, kids' cuisines? Every, like, uh, in, like yes. I'm sure. It was like a dream when I was a kid, and I got but, one as an adult, and I was like, Ugh. But Taylor's, <laughs> this is like gray stuff. Taylor's expectation, he said, he was like, this does not look like Panera. And I was like, of course not. It's Campbell's. <laughs> he was like, this is a dollar. <laughs> If you wanted Panera, just go get Panera. Was it in the middle of the night? It was really? 11, yeah. Do they sell Panera soup at the store? Yes. I don't think it's They either. sell Panera dressing. They sell the Panera soup. It's right in the front by the Starbucks. What? <laughs> then if you knew that it existed and where it was, or did you Why notice did, after He the said fact? Campbell's. I forgot about it until you brought it up. Just now. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, but when you said it, I was like, oh, I know exactly where that shit is. But, like, that's, that's super specific. <laughs> like, right by Starbucks. Yeah, he knows where's that. Oh. oh, well, the what is the only other thing? We were just watching Rick and Morty. Oh, and, my gosh. And there was the episode with oh Jesus. Oh, my gosh. So, <laughs> there's a scene where it's like a montage with... Like cartoon Jesus, and he's going through like major historical events and meeting people. And there's a little clip where Jesus is talking to Napoleon Bonaparte, and it's very obviously Napoleon because it's like a you know he's yeah it's iconic it's his <laughs> iconic look yeah with like the outfit and the shortness and the way he's talking. And note, I've seen this like two or three <laughs> times now. And this is the third time. Taylor was like, "Why is Jesus with?" Captain Crunch. (laughs) 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 To be honest, I don't know history. I don't know Napoleon Dynamite. My brain just melted out my ears. Like, that was like, (laughs) that might be like in my top three favorite Taylor moments. How am I supposed to know who like Napoleon Dynamite is? Dynamite? (laughs) Is that what you just said? Napoleon Bonaparte. I have never heard of that. Ever. I fucking can't. Napoleon Dynamite. This is Napoleon Is that the Bonaparte. blue boy? Is that what that picture's is called? Is this what they were teaching in class the day that you called everybody an N-word? <laughs> in class got canceled. That sounds like I should be canceled. <laughs> Here's Captain Crunch. Here's Napoleon. They look very similar. Hold on. Let it's me like show you Napoleon it's like, Dynamite. It's like the in real life version of Captain Crunch. <laughs> and, then, and then here's Napoleon Dynamite. I, listen. <laughs> Do you want to hear a really funny story? My great grandpa's name is Napoleon. Captain Napoleon. Oh. Napoleon. I thought you were going to say Napoleon Dynamite. Why is this such a hard word for my lips Napoleon. to say? Napoleon. Napoleon. <laughs> Napoleon Bonaparte Stivers is his name. Is my great grandpa's name. His wow. his name's bon- Napoleon Bonaparte. Napoleon Bonaparte Stivers. There was like a trend in like I think it was like what? Thir- like, yeah, like in the 30s, like 1930s. There was a trend to name. Your kids after like, fa- like famous historical Why figures like shitting me? like George Washington Carver. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, oh, my like, god. I, oh my god! Why was I named Paris Hilton? <laughs> I'm really offended now. <laughs> but like Del you would Ray, be like your first Smith. and middle name, and then your your whatever your last name was. Sam, so could was you imagine your like, name was like Lana Del Rey Smith? Lana <laughs> <laughs> Del Rey Smith. Oprah Winfrey Jackson. <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, that was like a trend. So like historical figures, like Our Oprah Winfrey King. Oprah Winfrey King. King is my mom's maiden name. Martin Luther King. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, mix them together. 
Just to mix every every historian together. I'm Captain like really, Crunch. I'm like, I'm struggling with coming up with famous people. Jesus Christ Smith. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, this is so stupid. We went to the Texas Roadhouse and it said who was making the steaks. It said your steaks oh were God. prepared today by Jesus, Jesus and Angel. And Angel. <laughs> Jesus and Angel. And I was like, oh, God approves of this steak. <laughs> oh, is there anything else we want to discuss? Are we done? I think that was a good episode. Uh, we talked we about good. a lot. We covered a lot. We trash talked a whole city. The teens were crying. <laughs> they trash talked themselves. Who, who, what's that name of that bitch at the apartment complex? Georgetown Academy. Rachel. Rachel, you're a bitch. Um, who else did we trash talk? We've trash talked almost like Captain Crunch. <laughs> like we really Campbell Soup. Like, man. And I want to note, I don't judge people that are in Section Eight. And we're not trash talking them. We're just telling the story. I know. There's so many things that I want to talk about on the podcast, but I can't for like legal reasons. And it really sucks. I'm sitting here like, do I just do it anyway? I don't know. I mean, some of the predictions you have made on this podcast have come true. That's kind of what I was like, do I want to bring that up? I mean, I'm not necessarily bringing anything up. I'm just saying you've made a lot of predictions. There's something about this podcast microphone that makes me say the things that beforehand I'm like, I'm not going to talk about that on the podcast. And I sit here and I'm just like, let it all out, honey. (laughs) I feel it. I gave everybody's name. And it always just like fucks me. But I do think it was interesting that there was that. Was that the last episode or the episode before? Two episodes before. Okay, so two episodes ago. You made a prediction. I made a prediction where I, well... That one episode where I was talking about there was a girl who messaged me and she was like, stop talking about my boyfriend. He was never, you were never important to him, blah, 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 that whole thing. And I just think it's interesting that the whole time that she was writing me that, um, and she had also mentioned, she's like, and I think it's shitty that you would say he's going to end up back in prison. Like who fucking says that? Blah, blah, blah. Because everybody around me was like, your boyfriend's going to end up what, in prison. Guess what, bitch? That whole, e- when she messaged me that, it's not like this was something that happened later. Because this was like September he was arrested in July. He's he's bad. I'm he's talk about butt hurt. Like he's I'm, in jail. I was just more concerned that she, I mean she was really a victim. Oh, I don't want to. I didn't. Wanna, I'm not like, bringing that up, but that. like I mean, I'm just saying like I don't know. Oh yeah, I did not prediction about that at all. But I just think it's crazy that like you're mad at me for saying what was so obviously true. And I just think it's shocking that you were defending somebody that's in jail. But that's not. No. It's really not my problem, and it's not my. It's I would not my def- shit, I would have defended you. I funded your. We funded your snack machine, bro. You guys, held, you guys held me down, man. I remember, like, I'd be like, man, I want to rent movies, and I just because I just wa- I loved watching The Great Gatsby and Pride and Prejudice like all the time, and like just like I had all these little luxuries because I got you held me down. Yeah. They probably literally thought you had like a sugar daddy on the outside. <laughs> Didn't people ask you if like. You were with us. What do you mean? What in there? Oh, like in, as a relationship? Yeah. yeah. I mean, we kept we kept, you had so many, you had enough. My phone dad calls. thought that for years. The and rumors are not true. My the guards <laughs> were always like, all we ever do is see you sleep, read, and talk on the phone. That's all I ever did. I did nothing. I didn't play cards. I, didn't, I mean, if you got the money for it, you got the money for it. Yeah, that's what I would do. But, um. Wow, this has been a great episode. We've trash talked literally everyone. Everyone, like no one's safe. Captain Crunch, watch the fuck <laughs> out. Um, but yeah, it's been hot tub trash talk. We're glad it's to been have fun Taylor chatting back with you. Um, yeah, and um, 
just stay trashy out there, I guess. And, uh, and, and, and until next time. If you got a problem with me, I really don't even fucking care. Just don't even bother messaging me. I'm just, I'm not even going to read it. <laughs> oh, just, just slam into my car, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, have a good night. <laughs>